you know, the reality is, if you think you're alone in this, you're not, because the stats prove that you're not. So, let's imagine you're in a room with six of your closest friends. You could be one of them. I guarantee you one other person in that group of six friends probably has a, an account that's in collections. Just to put even more color onto that, like everybody would assume, you know, it's the friend um, that's that's not making a whole lot of money, right? Like I've talked to um, people who are incredibly intelligent, who do incredibly amazing things and make a lot of money. And they are right there with you, right? Like they've got their Capital One in collections or they've they've got that late payment, whatever it might be. And now um, sure they've got the cash, but their credit score is, you know, is hurting. And so it really does not, um, you know, just affect a single kind of group of people. It really does, um, you know, kind of creep in everywhere. That's because it's difficult. It's hard. Like no one taught us about this. Um, and that's okay to kind of struggle along um, and struggle through it. But, you know, there are ways to, to recover from it. Welcome to Conversations with Cambio, a quest to find comfort in the chaos of our credit journey. Wow, that was a lot of alliteration, probably too much. My name is Carson. I'm one of the rookies around here learning from a couple pros. And our hope is that as you hear us dialogue, it gives you a more authentic idea of what it means to navigate this credit rebuilding space. And we hope that you join us for further growth on our social media channels, as well as our anonymous Reddit community at r slash Cambio. If you're not there, be sure to do it before the end of the episode. But until then, we hope you enjoy. Carson Blesson and JD and the Unifying uh, Conversation is a great company called Cambio. Guys, thanks so much for being here. Question I have for everybody on the uh, conversation here today is if you had your ideal cheat day treat, what would it be? Personally, right now I'm going through a diet and I've lost a ton of weight. Would love to go get some Portillo's chocolate cake for everybody who does not know what that is. <laughs> delicious, but terrible for you. I love gourmet donuts from almost anywhere um, at any time. And my palate is currently salivating just thinking about um, donuts and if uh, a specific type of donut, I'm looking for uh, maple with bacon on top because I want to judge every maple bacon <laughs> on the planet. Um, but my pants are expanding as we speak. Um, I've got I've got too many. Um, so all of those, definitely. Cake, donuts, absolutely. Go-to is Oreos. Um, Wait, Coast. double stuffed or single? Um, <laughs> double. Single sure. stuffed isn't even a real. I like Oreo. to take two doubles and put them go, together. Go with like the single. I don't know. I don't get it either. No, no. And not only double stuffed, you get the party size double stuffed, <laughs> and you get. I tear through at least two lines <laughs> of those each time I open it. So yeah, and then I'm then I'm done with it after day two. Um, but definitely not without milk. Um, so Oreos and milk. Love that. And to wrap it up, a Frisco melt from Steak and Shake, only Steak and Shake with a cookie dough shake, double the cookie dough, because if you have single cookie dough, you can barely taste it. Come on. Yeah. It's like a double stuffed Oreo. Who does that? (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
I'm really grateful um, that you as the team behind Cambio and us as the team that uh, gets to tell a lot of your video story uh, is having a chance to sit down and just have some raw conversations on credit. What we wanted to do was create a conversation, a community, a space where you can start to know you're not alone. And so again, grateful to have uh, Blessing and JD, the heart, the hearts um, uh, behind Cambio and that tool. Uh, today, we just want to have a conversation simply uh, kind of like getting to know you. So, um, JD, I'm going to start with you. Would you let the world know if they don't already know your role at Cambio? And I want you to take this anywhere you want to go, but you decided that you were going to give your heart and soul to building this tool. So my question is, why? I think the very, you know, Going back to the very beginning, so um, started Cambio three years ago, coming up, um, and really, you know, in its infancy, it was just how can we use technology to help people who have already stumbled in their personal finances, right? And I think that was the very first conversation that Blessing and I had um, when we were still strangers to each other of just, you know, how, how can you actually help somebody who, who has, you know, been in the dumps, right. Who is kind of below this mountain of debt and how do you actually help them? So my whole interest from this came because of, um, not necessarily my family, but my loved ones. Right. So I grew up extremely privileged, right. I was an authorized user on my parents' credit cards. They set me up and taught me about personal finance along my life. And I, had those kind of you know skills you know before i really had to run into any of those problems um but my friends my now wife and her family they didn't follow that same path justin if you could go and highlight more about muscatine right the background of muscatine a working class town small town in iowa i think that plays a big factor into why you care so much about this too yeah, so Muscatine is a little river town on the Mississippi. I think it's got about like 30,000 people. So, um, you know, in, in Muscatine, really in all of Iowa, like the main, you know, work is either manufacturing or, you know, something to do with farming, something to do with agriculture. Um, and I was, you know, one of the kids who was friends with everybody. And so, you know, I had friends who had wealthier parents who were part of like the executive team over at um, those three companies. And I had a lot of friends with parents that were over, um, you know, working the assembly line. And so, you know, I was kind of learning about these things. My, my dad specifically, um, you know, he would teach me about um, investing, you know, gave me like an investment account that uh, in when I was like 12, that I would just toss 20 bucks to whenever I had it. And, um, you know, really early on i was kind of interested in okay my friends are not interested in this stuff like i i can recognize that but everybody has to deal with it and um you know they'll they'll go about it in different ways depending on their kind of makeup so um you know i was lucky enough to get the education from my dad and then i was just trying to pass on as much as i could just you know with with the friends that i went to school with but also um you know just the people that I, you know, love, right? Like my my wife's family and and all of her cousins, and being able to kind of um, guide them whenever whenever they were kind of getting into waters that were that were unknown for them. So, I think that speaks so loudly yeah. to so much of 
um, why I believe in what you guys are doing is because it's easy for an organization to champion a slogan that sounds nice and has hand up, not a handout, right? But for you guys to take your personal experience um, and your desire to be helpers in the world, I think that Mr. Rogers quote that says, you know, in any crisis, look around and there will always be helpers. Like you guys are living it well. And I think for an organization like Cambio to exist, to look out for those who may not even be self-aware enough to look out for themselves because they weren't given the circumstances we were given. Blessing, what does it look like for you all these years later to, um, right, like have lived experience and to now walk forward um, encountering people with very real and hard stories that you may be able to empathize with? Yeah, <clears throat> I think that's what the piece is right there, Carson, is when you when you've lived it or you know somebody who's lived it, you can you can really empathize why they're going through what they're going through. Um, it is it is really nice to see us being able to reach out to now thousands of people and having an impact and seeing the concrete work actually pay off where we're seeing credit scores grow up, go up, you know, people reaching out to us and telling us hey, I don't have to be held back by my burden that, you know, I made a mistake on three years ago, four years ago. Um, you know, when I talk to people that aren't as familiar with Cambio, I always tell them this is imagine running a race, but you got to run the race with a 50 uh, pound uh, weight on your back. And while well, everybody else doesn't, um, that's what it feels like, right? I mean, now you may be the one that attached the 50 pound weight. I'm not discounting that. Like you may be the reason why you made that mistake. But one mistake shouldn't be a 50 pound, you know, weight that you have to go and carry around while you're trying to race in life. Right. Um, so we've been, you know, we've been really fortunate, obviously fortunate to have Justin on our team and, and he drives a lot of what we hear from our members, making sure that we're continuing to be member focused um, is really one of his tasks. And it's really nice to see that the app is now turning into that and really trying to help people just accomplish their goals and their dreams. Yeah, and how that's played out is has been just super interesting. I mean, um, you know, we'll be the first ones to tell you like Cambio is is not the Cambio that it was three years ago. You know, we've we've had to transform so many times and every single change that we've made has been only, you know, because of our members' stories. People are not uneducated when it comes to this. They're not oblivious towards their mistakes or what they may need to do. But one of the more interesting learnings for us as we talk to members is folks just prioritize the wrong things. Um, because they've, they've heard it, they've seen it, they think that that's the right thing to go do. So it's not a matter of not knowing, it's just a matter of what, like Justin said, you sometimes just need somebody to say, hey, prioritize this instead of this. Uh, I had a friend of mine reach out um, about eight months ago and let me know that uh, he was struggling financially. Um, funny enough, the way that he kind of heard about a lot of my struggles before this was through the content that we created, right? Of me sharing my story of, of issues that I had with rebuilding my credit. Um, ultimately, this is a person that had two bankruptcies, had his credit score dropped down to a 580, had situations where in his personal life, things were not great, um, had a situation where he just felt like he couldn't get out of the situation that he was in. What's amazing about it, though, is, you know, we sat down, had him sign up for Cambio. There's the plug. 
right? <laughs> and we were able to remove a error that was on his credit report. And hmm. that alone raised his credit score from the high 500s to, I think it was around a 640 in a matter of 30 days. Now, the next thing that we really dove into, and this has been a big focal point for JD, has been, hey, how do we help people become smarter in what they do with their money so that they pay down more of their debt? He had credit card debt. It wasn't terrible. It was about four grand worth of credit card debt that he was only making money minimum payments on, right? And so we went through the exercise in the app with him on, hey, let's just pick out transactions that are less than $25. Let's just go through that process. And he had no idea, no idea that he was spending $500 a month on stopping at the gas station to pick up Gatorades, you know, going through and stopping at fast food restaurants, you know, and he didn't know this. He didn't understand that that's how much money was going there. Ultimately, it's a it's a test of dedication. It's a test of, am I gonna start now? I said, hey, it's up to you. You can decide, you wanna continue to spend $500 a month or can I put $250 back in your pocket every month? All you gotta do is pick which of these you wanna cut out, save $250 a month. And what we can do with that money is you don't have to go make more money. We can actually apply it towards your credit cards that you're behind on. So ultimately we got into that exercise, right? And now here's a person that had $0 in savings, has now saved, I think $4,000 over this period now in a savings account, has paid off every single credit card that he had a balance on, wow. and now has a credit score above a 700. Like, that's a success story right there. And it's very personal to me because one of the things that he's told me is, first off, he goes and says, I've never had this much money in my savings account, which is cool and great to see and i said hey we're still we still got to build this thing out because we need you to get to the point where god forbid you lose that job you're not panicking and you're not going to a payday lender like jd was saying you're not going out and taking out an extra credit card or an extra secured card you're set you've got a moment where you can be like okay i can breathe i can figure out what i want to do next right it's that freedom to be able to do that the second thing is, he said, is I've never seen my credit score go up this much. What should I do next? And, you know, reining that back in of just the, even the emotion, the, you know, the the excitement, the chemicals that go off in our brain of just that moment of realizing, oh, my God, my credit score is high now. What can I go do? It's like, no, don't do anything. That's been our learning as we go through this is, you know, this isn't just a one time thing. This isn't just like, oh, OK, I got an error removed or I paid something off and they were able to delete it from my credit report or I got my credit card paid off uh, for this month, I'm done. No, you're not. Like This is something that you want to make sure you stay on top of. And I think that's been a great story for me to be able to learn is, you know, again, we're always learning through this journey, right? And that's what we want to be able to instill within Cambio is be with you through that journey of recovery. Because each journey is slightly different, but we, we generally have the idea down of what it takes. But once you get to the top, let's keep you on top. That's the ultimate goal. I really appreciate you, Blessing and JD, kind of walking through some of those emotions and just we know the right thing to do, but sometimes um, we just don't, we wait a little bit too long and then the problem's a little bit bigger than we can handle. Um, JD, I wanted to ask you this question. Um, and I don't want to put your wife on the spot or, you know, her emotions in your mouth because you don't have to speak for her, but she's not here. Um, 
it, when you have heard her talk about her credit journey and maybe some of your family members, maybe some of your people from your um, hometown, what are some of the sentiments that go around with maybe uh, and maybe injecting what Blessing said? Some A lot of us know the right things to do, but then sometimes we don't. And then that leads to um, a, a different kind of story. Do, do you know some of the emotions that goes along with that that you've heard maybe personally? For my wife and for, for a lot of my family, um, the general feeling once once you realize kind of how far you've gone, right? For for most of it, it's it starts out like, yeah, okay, I'll get this credit card or I'll get this this store card or whatever it might be because the marketing sold me, right? Like, yeah, the, the Costco card or, or whatever it might be. Um, there's some reward attached to this. There's something that I'm gonna get for doing this, right? Um, and I think that's where that education, like, you know, we all wish you would have had that before, but that's where a lot of those mistakes come in, right? You kind of get, I wouldn't say fooled, but you get in a little bit over your head. And then eventually before you even know it, or before you even realize it, you know, you're late or you meant to close it, didn't realize that there was a $20 balance on there. And then it just, you know, got into three months. Now it's charged off. Now you've got seven and a half year old um, or, you know, seven and a half year problem um, where that's not coming off of your credit report. Right. And so, um, you know, you without even realizing it, screw yourself for the next seven and a half years. And then it's a feeling of, you know, OK, one, yes, I can go about, um, you know, I know I need to inc improve my payment history. Right. But the actual tactical steps of, you know, how do I go and get more credit if my credit score is a 605 or a, or a 590? Um, and I think it's just this idea of being overwhelmed. Yeah. And, and what I would add to it is, you know, I always think about what are analogies that kind of play into this? I, I can say from my own personal experience, it's always, again, it's the fear, it's the frustration, you're feeling like you're not doing enough, and then it's the hiding. You're just hiding the fact. And it's not, you know, it's not like you're overtly thinking about it on a day-to-day -day perspective, but it's like riding a car and you're in the car and you know the missile the 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 you know the tires are misaligned and you've got a little bit of like a, a flat tire happening, right? You're losing some air in there. If you're driving with a passenger that you've never met, you're always going to make sure the car is straight, right? Even though you easily let go and the car is going to veer somewhere else. And that's kind of the journey that you're in. You're kind of covering it up. And, but in the back of your mind, you're, fear, you're fearing that, you know, one wrong turn or the tire goes away, you're going to have a flat tire, you're going to be on the side of the road, right? And it, it's such a feeling of you just, you feel alone. That's what it feels like. You're just, you feel alone in it. You're not necessarily going to go out there and tell people, you don't want to shout out to everybody that you're having this moment, right? It goes back to regardless of what generation that you're in, when you're in that situation, it's isolation. That's what you feel like. You're you're feeling isolated because you don't think somebody else is going through this issue because they're doing the same thing even though they're going through the issue, they're covering it up. You know, the reality is if you think you're alone in this, you're not because the stats prove that you're not. So, let's imagine you're in a room with six of your closest friends. You could be one of them. I guarantee you one other person in that group of six friends probably has a, an account that's in collections. Just to put even more color onto that, like everybody would assume, you know, it's the friend um, that's that's 
not making a whole lot of money, right? Like I've talked to um, people who are incredibly intelligent, who do incredibly amazing things and make a lot of money. And they are right there with you, right? Like they've got their Capital One in collections or they've, they've got that late payment, whatever it might be. And now um, sure they've got the cash, but their credit score is, you know, is hurting. And so it really does not, um, you know, just affect a single kind of group of people. It really does, um, you know, kind of creep in everywhere. That's because it's difficult. It's hard. Like no one taught us about this. Um, and that's okay to kind of struggle along um, and struggle through it. But, you know, there are ways to, to recover from it. If you, you know, for those of you listening, if you're losing sleep, if you've told yourself something about your character because of a couple of choices, because you're overwhelmed by that stack of situations that you don't know where to start in your credit, like rebuilding process, that's why Cambio is a resource, a platform, and a community. And we hope that you will step into that and say, I'm not going to look back and go, I wish I started earlier. I'm going to start today. So thanks for joining us on this conversation as we uh, get out. Um, I couldn't help but hear Blessing say he wanted a piece of chocolate cake. And so a uh, question I have for everybody on the uh, conversation here today is, if you had your ideal cheat day treat, what would it be? And I'll start. Well, we know what Blessings is, is, is chocolate cake from uh, Portillo's. Um, I love gourmet donuts from almost anywhere um, at any time. And my palate is currently salivating just thinking about um, donuts. And if uh, a specific type of donut, I'm looking for uh, maple with bacon on top because I want to judge every maple bacon on the planet. Um, but my pants are expanding as we speak. Uh, JD, you're next, and Carson, you can wrap it up. Um, I've got I've got too many. Um, so all of those definitely cake, donuts, absolutely. Go to is Oreos. Um, Wait, Coast. double stuffed or single? Um, <laughs> double. Right. Single stuff some, isn't even a real. I like Oreo. to take two doubles and put them go, together. Go with like the single. I don't know. I don't get it either. No, no. And not only double stuffed, you get the party size double stuffed <laughs> and you get, I tear through at least two lines of those each time I open it. So yeah, and then I'm, then I'm done with it after day two. Um, but definitely not without milk. Um, so Oreos and milk, I will not eat a, a dry Oreo. Um, <laughs> so yeah, those, those like four love that and to wrap it up a frisco melt from steak and shake and only steak and shake with a cookie dough shake double the cookie dough because if you have single cookie dough you can barely taste it come on yeah it's like a double stuffed oreo who does that <laughs> yeah. exactly